0: shots fell down, um, jump shot felt really good so uh, and then they kept leaving me open so I uh, just kept shooting it. But uh, once again, teammates do a great job of giving you the ball you know, on time uh, and it, it makes it a lot easier. Tyler, not sure if you know this, but you're 19 of your last 25 from the field over the last two games. What's gotten into you at the offensive end? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, I guess my jump shot, like I said, my jump shot's been feeling really good. so. Um, you know, it's something that a lot of like I got a lot of confidence in it. And, um, I'm kind of letting it go pretty quickly, so uh, makes it a little easier when some of the bigs are dropping uh, way down in the lane on you. But uh, you know, once again, teammates, you know, attack them and then throw the ball back to me. Makes it pretty easy.
1: When training
0: camp begins, do
1: you know anything at all about Tyler Zeller? No, no, not at all. uh you know, um,
0: but the more and more I play with him and uh, play and practice with him, you know, the more and more I'm excited that he's with us. Celtics go wire to wire. They win this one 108 to 89. Trap game no more. This is the Garden Report on CLNS Radio and Celtics blog, powered by lynda.com and The Organic Group. Indiana. Welcome to the program, I am Jared Weiss. With me as usual, Julian Edlow, and a newcomer to the show, Chef Brian Santos. Uh, Welcome to the show. Welcome on. the
2: Garden Report. Appreciate now, this
0: is Chef Brian Santos. He is the chef for the Premium Suites here at the TD Garden. He was also a contestant on Hell's Kitchen Season 13, and he is a fascinating guy to talk to. We are excited to have him with us on the show. We thought oh, we'd mix things up a little bit for tonight's episode. Yeah. So
1: welcome aboard. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on. This, is, this, this sounds like it's going to be fun. Yeah,
0: it's going to be fun. So we're going to break down the game real quick, because he was busy cooking during the game. So we're going to break it down real quick, and then we're going to start talking to him about food, basketball, a lot of more fun. So first off, Avery Bradley huge game. Tyler Zeller career high twenty six points. Avery Bradley doing his best. Russell Westbrook compression there going for yeah, the triple double. Was it quite Russell Westbrook like but what what was the best part of tonight's game? Was it the wire to wire lead?
2: I think what we saw from Avery Bradley was the best part just with Isaiah Thomas out, you know. Bradley's had a good season, he's shown us that he can shoot the ball better than I think we, th- a lot of us thought he could, but to see, like you said, his best Russell Westbrook impersonation, we don't see Avery Bradley fill up the stat sheet a lot, and tonight with the 20 points, the 10 rebounds, that was only his second career double-double. 6 assists, 2 steals to go along with it, he shot 8 for 14, he was 4 of 7 from 3. This was a very well balanced game from Avery Bradley, and Although we've seen some good performances from Avery Bradley, we can't say that we've seen this type of balance out of him much. So I thought that was the, the nicest thing to see.
0: And he even shut down Jason Richardson, who only shot one for seven tonight. <laughs> he shut so down Jason Richardson. He made Jason but Richardson look like a 35-year-old Jason <laughs> Richardson. Very impressive Avery. impressive Avery. Congrats to you. Now the Celtics are in the playoffs right now, and we're gonna talk to you a little in a few minutes about that. Uh, now all the players after the game, the coach talking about how they didn't really pay attention to that. Uh, right now, they're tied uh, for the 7th seed. They're technically sitting at 9, but I mean, right. they're tied with everybody. So they're playing Indiana. Uh, do they get another one? They might not get another one against Indiana, but Miami, they, they get have, another I, shot at. Yeah. So, I mean, by the, within a week and a half from now, they could be locking in that 8th seed right there. Maybe, maybe even the 7th seed. This team is looking like a consistent playoff team right now. They're drastically overachieving their talent level, but they seem to be well run. And a big sign of that is going into a trap game, which Avery Bradley didn't even know what that was at first, which is funny because he just answered a question on the court during the post game thing about how it wasn't a trap game for them. So, not really sure what happened there, but how they didn't let this be a trap game. They went up against Mm -hmm. a Philadelphia team that, at least at the end, was playing their butts off, but that was after they were down by about 27 points at one point there. but the fact that they came out and just destroyed a team that they're supposed to destroy that's something that the Celtics weren't doing early on and that's what they're doing now.
2: I mean if they're going to if they're going to run this thing out and make a push into the playoffs, they're going to have to beat the teams that they're supposed to beat. If you start losing games that you're supposed to win, there's no way you're going to find yourself in the playoffs. So, good to see them continue the win streak, push it to five games. You know, the the players did play it cool after the game like their coach does, you know, yes they know where they are in the standings but they're not thinking about the playoffs they're just thinking about going out and winning the next game and that's been one of the keys to their success but when you watch them play basketball as a team you can just see how much fun that they're having together they enjoy it the bench you know looks different than if you you were to just keep a camera on the boston bench at the beginning of the season keep a camera on the boston bench now it's more energized you can you can tell and that's because they're having fun. As Tyler Zeller said, yes, this is fun, going after a playoff position, going after a playoff seed. So, you know, I, don't, I think very few people saw the Celtics achieving this type of success this season, and now, you know, they've made a lot of moves, they've, especially, you know, hey, we're gonna trade Rondo, we're gonna trade Green, and then we're gonna be better. A lot of people didn't see that happening, and it has happened, so, you know, We'll see how they close this out based on can they win the games they're supposed to win
0: now Tyler Zeller hasn't really had a ton of huge games lately he had a good game last time mm-hmm. but th- tonight was huge for him 26 points only five rebounds but he shot 11 for 15 from the field that's and good. he was taking those 18 footers that we haven't yep. seen a lot from him tonight he was shooting from the top of the key that was great to see really stretching it out not just on the wings Zeller had a really good game overall mm-hmm. he was going up against Nerlens Noel for a lot of that going up a little bit of it against Henry Sims but he, he was going up against a guy that you could imagine would be a bit of a matchup issue for him a really fast athletic guy and he dramatically won that contest and sure Noel picked, picked up a lot of good stuff late in the game kind of in garbage time but overall Zeller really took it to his opponent tonight
2: he did we're seeing good things from Tyler Zeller like you said the best thing we saw 11 of 15 and those were not all points in the paint so that was very good to see from him and like you mentioned the matchup with Noel you know Noel is still kind of a young guy although Zeller's only been in the league a few years himself it's good to see that Zeller can score on somebody who, you know, should be a mismatch for him. So, well, I mean, obviously in, in, if the Celtics were to make the playoffs, they're almost going to be a mismatch at every position. <laughs> Seemingly Probably so, except true, yeah. except they're going to have to, you know, be the more well-coached team, be the, be the stronger unit if they're going to, if they're going to compete in the playoffs. But we're ways off from that. I'm getting way ahead of, ahead of ourselves. Going back to Zeller tonight, he, did a very good job of kind of knowing what he is able to do and what he isn't able to do and at the beginning of the season I think that's changed because at the beginning of the season he would have said that shooting that 18 foot jump shot is something that he couldn't do and now he is so that was the best thing I thought from Zeller
0: Alright let's quickly, let's get out of basketball so just really rapid fire boxing ball so we can talk to the chef here.
2: Uh, Rapid fire, I'll go with uh, Bradley as the baller of the night like I said he had a really well, really balanced performance so I'm sticking with that um and then career high 26 i guess would be the box
0: all right i'll just agree with those so we can get done with this enough basketball we did our duty it's a post game show now let's talk about food i like food a lot so as you can tell so (laughs) let's talk food here uh take us into you're the chef for the premium area Agreed. of the garden. Yes. Now you guys have undergone a massive renovation, dramatically enhanced experience there. And it's uh, we've been up there. We filmed a lot of shows from that area. And it's 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 amazing up there. I mean, it really it's, it's like a really it really is a luxurious experience now. Tell us what you bring to the table to make that experience so great.
1: Um, I mean, basically, we just, you know, we, we treat one guest, one client at a time. I mean, we have almost 90 boxes, the Heineken boardroom patrol lounge, um, even up here in the Halo, we have the boxes. So, you know, making sure, you know, it's it's kind of like, you know, I don't know, like a sport, you know, you make sure everything's repetitious, you know, you're doing things consistent and consistently going out and you're just having fun. And, you know, good things show from that good things happen from that. So um, being able to show creativity, you know, throw a little motion and and at the at the end of the day, I mean, we all work, you know, 14, 16 hour days here. So you got to have fun. You know, that's the main part. You got to have fun. If you're not enjoying what you're doing here, uh, go find another job, you know, so. It's, uh, it's been a fun, fun season. I mean, we've, we've had a young team, we've had a roller coaster with the Bruins. Um, so, you know, now it's just, you know, I believe we're both gonna make playoffs. So it's uh, it's been a run and I think it's, uh, you know, getting all these Celtics players right now in stride, um, getting some, you know, playoff games underneath their belt. I mean, you know, it's, just, it's gonna make a world to them, so.
0: Well, it looks like there's a good chance to make the playoffs, which means we all get to work a little bit more, so that'll <laughs> be nice. What, the last thing before we go to part two, what? Uh, let's okay. Let's say tonight, I show up at my premium suite. What am I eating? What What is the dining experience like for me? Uh,
1: I mean, what are you eating? I mean, you know, I mean, uh, I'm eating whatever you want me. To <laughs> eat, so you tell me. Uh, you know, usually we, we start off. Uh, you know, we we do different packages. So you know, um, I like to think as myself. So we do luxury suites. So you know, we have anywhere from let's say. 12 to 20 guests showing up. So uh, we do packages. We do a lot of packages where it's, you know, it's food constantly coming in at you. Um, so it could be anywhere from, you know, homemade chowder to homemade meatballs to some, you know, hog shanks coming at you, some steak tips, um, some you know Georgetown cupcakes coming at you towards uh, halftime. You know, it's it's that's a little bit of about. everything. I like food constantly coming <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's the whole that's the whole part behind it is, you know, we're we're constantly, you know, as you're going there, you know, we're giving you the snacks, we're we're giving you entrees, we're giving you desserts, we're giving you, you know, any type of beverage you could possibly want to, you know, put down, you know, for a watering hole. So at the end of the day, I mean, it's a it's a different environment. But at the same time, it's 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 uh, it's like watching a game within a game. It's kind of it's, it's almost surreal, if you will.
0: All right, we're going to come back for part two. We're going to just dive even deeper into the food party here. Uh, we're here with Chef Brian Santos, premium zone chef. Uh, for the TD Garden and Hell's Kitchen alum from Season 13. Uh, We'll be right back on the Garden Report brought to you by lynda.com and Peak Organic Brewing. I I haven't heard them talk about it once. I'm dead serious. I mean, we've talked about it. We've seen the standings. Like, you see it, but I don't hear it. I I have not heard them say whoever Miami's playing today or who's Charlotte playing today. They They haven't talked about it around me. Maybe they are. I don't know. I think we're, I just want to play good basketball. And I think our guys just want to play good basketball. And I think as a result, you have a lot more fun when you, when you spray the ball around the way we're spraying it around and when you're competing together and pulling for one another and five guys playing together on a string defensively. And we're still not as good as we need to be. We're even with, you know, I think our team that's out there right now without Isaiah can play better. And you know we're going to need to play better in the next two games to have a chance to win. <laughs> back for part two here and it is going to be no basketball well oh, basketball towards the end. We're going to focus on food here. We're here with Chef Brian Santos of the TD Garden and formerly of Hell's Kitchen. Let's talk about more about the game, the experience here. I really want to take our viewers into what it's like to be one of your patrons here. So you were talking about kind of the experience. What are the, what do you literally, like tonight, what did you actually serve to everybody?
1: Uh, tonight we did a, uh, we'll throw out some stuff in the boardroom. So, um, I did Italian theme tonight, so we did like a grilled tenderloin. Um, we had some homemade meatballs. got to have the balls. Um, Always. And then That's <laughs> the balls. <laughs> uh, downstairs, you know, we did some uh, seared cod with some, um, you know, some s- sauteed spinach, some raisins, a nice Blanc in it, um, you know, some veal, all the fun stuff. So we, we do a lot of variant stuff that you normally wouldn't think that you would get at the garden. We're um, not traditional, you know, chicken fingers, hot dogs. Um, however, we do serve those, but, you know, it's not the one of the things that we focus on and what we serve, you know, in my area of the world, um, not concessions, so, um, you know, having that, it's, it's fun with, you know, every day is a new menu, every day is, you know, coming up and learning something cool, which is pretty fun and awesome.
0: Now you used to be a chef at Abbey Lane on Tremont Street and Theater District. I used to actually lunch there a I lot. Did, yeah. I do eat there from time to time. It's a really good restaurant. So what is it like cooking here where you're cooking for a lot of people, some of whom you don't even get to really uh, see, kind of trying to figure out what they want versus going somewhere where they're ordering food. It's a smaller restaurant, smaller kitchen.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, here, every, everybody's a VIP, so it's, everybody is, you know, and I've learned that from Hell's Kitchen, uh, Gordon Ramsay making me scream that while the sparks and uh, Chris Bosh were sitting right there. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty amusing. I want to hear more about that, actually, <laughs> first. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I I screwed up a salmon, and next thing you know, he comes to me and he goes, Santos, do you know what VIP means? I said, very important person, chef, and again. And I just kept yelling it, and louder and louder and louder, until I finally realized I turned and everybody's looking at me, and I'm like, "Uh, okay, like, who's the crazy guy yelling? Awkward. (laughs) (laughs) I I actually took over Gordon Ramsay. I was the one yelling, so it was uh, kind of it was kind of fun and kind of awkward, but at the same time, you know, definitely got my my butt back in gear and you know started to put out it so um it was a cool experience you know definitely for the most part so you know bringing that and you know having that evaluation of a 15 michelin star kick your butt day in day out and which is all real by the way there's there's nothing fake about that um you know then coming back here and you know having all these vips in here you know constantly feeding the jacobs family um constantly feeding you know whoever flies in you know from game to game owner to owner you know having to feed them whatever they're, dietary restrictions are. So, you know, I'll get an email half hour before the game, oh by the way, so and so is showing up and they're gluten free and we want this, this and this. Um, being able to accommodate the client is something that, you know, we're able to jump outside the box and have fun with. So, you know, I never, you know, I never thought of cooking gluten free before or, you know, of doing anything of that nature, but we, we do it now. we actually have gluten free flour I run to Whole Foods sometimes, you know, I make things happen because you don't stop.
0: What's, so. the, what's the worst experience you've had with a patron here? Is anyone, like, <sighs> sorting in the kitchen and throwing the food in your face?
2: I was going to ask that? that, but I didn't want any, any <laughs> names oh, coming up. that. No, I want to hear about this. Uh, now uh, doesn't nameless. have to be here. So, it could be so anywhere. So the
1: worst exp- – I'm not going to say, like, it it's the worst and the best at the same time. I've actually had the owner of the New York Islanders um, pretty much, like, man manhug me every time I come in, and they, they they're just – Cause they're moving to the barclay center next year so um they want me to be their chef and i'm like i'm not really wanting to leave boston but you know hey it's great meeting you and all this fun stuff chef you have to come over here meet my wife my wife gives me a hug i'm like uh, this is the family thing going on or what i don't get it i'm kind of lost here but uh they're a little weird a little out there but at the same time you know it's it's the same thing you get there when you're you know you get to see people in and out day in day out i think they assume you're family so um, it's, it's, it's a strange reaction, but at the same time, it's like you know these million dollar people are just giving me hugs. It's weird. So you're a very <laughs> huggable guy. I mean, it
0: makes sense. Yeah.
1: Don't worry. The owners of the
0: New York <laughs> Islanders aren't watching tonight, so you're, you're fine. So <laughs> they've caught every other show this year. but <laughs> they, they won't be watching tonight. You were telling us a story earlier about some of your time at Abbey Lane when a bunch of Celtics players came in. You yeah. So about we, that. Um,
1: I had. So it was Fourth of July. Um, of course, I had to work. You know, the owner. You know, the had it off. The exec chef. Um, and I see this this guy in a Mariner's hat and a female that looks like she's pregnant, and I'm like, what the heck is that? He looks familiar. So, I mean, I used to work here at the press press room before, so I've seen various players and stuff like that, I'm like, he looks stupidly familiar. I know this guy from somewhere. Who is he? And I Google NBA player from Washington, and all of a sudden, David Bradley pops I'm like, that's him. So we were actually doing Battle of the Burger, um, so I'm like, great, that's a great way to get me in there. So I, I walked up to him, I'm like, you know, just, I mean, introduce myself, who I was, and I said, you know, we're doing a battle of the burger. I'd love for you to try my burger. Vote on it, you can vote online. He's like, yeah, absolutely. He's like, uh, and then, you know, his wife's just like, well, I'm kind of pregnant, I can't have medium rare, and I can't have, you know, this and that, and egg, and so I said, no problem. So we, we take, I made sure to take care of her, and, you know, since then, you know, we've been kind of, you know, friends here, on and off the court, you know, we'll walk by each other, you know as he's walking in I'm running up and down like a you know like a like a donkey trying to get all my food situated um, but we bump into each other all the time and say hi and he you know he remembers me I remember him so it's kind of cool to have like that interaction stuff like that so that's great so
0: now we were talking about player nutrition off the camera yep and one thing we kind of brought up was the paleo diet which has been a diet that a lot of people have experimented with. Maybe makes a little bit more sense for athletes to be on the Paleo diet since it really requires an intense amount of workout. But what is your opinion on the role that nutrition is starting to play? It seems like it's playing a much bigger role as wellness and fitness has become more emphasized by professional. Every athletes. day,
1: I mean, um, I mean, my wife works for EMD Serono, so I mean, she she's breaking apart stem cells right now. So um, you know, it's Jeez. it's all depending on you know each player, what their dietary needs are. How can we boost their metabolism? How can we give them more protein? How can we get them more active? How do they shut down? Um, all those things in nature. You know, I mean, a lot of people are spending a lot of millions and millions and millions of dollars on how to figure this out. Um, where you have a personal nutritionist come in for the team, and they, they've they've got your dietary structured down to the down to the core. They have your DNA down. It's, it's, it's getting that way in science where, you know, science and sports are, are becoming like this with each other. I mean, these guys science for millions and millions of dollars. Why not insure it for them for millions and millions of dollars by, you know, feeding them, making sure they're healthy, making sure whatever they're taking, whatever, you know, anything that they're taking is, is working and works working correctly.
0: So for our viewers that are NBA hopefuls that are hoping to get a tryout this summer, (laughs) what would you you recommend they start with their nutritional approach uh, to get ready for the uh, training camp?
1: You know, training camp, you know, definitely, you know, you know, have your have your protein Um, protein. um, I would stay away from the eggs. I would do more of a powder. Uh, Make sure it's, you know, have some fiber. You know, don't if you're going to juice, make sure you juice fully. You know, don't. Don't just have liquid. You need the the fiber to stay in your body to you know slowly break down, um, and then from there it's just you know figuring out what your metabolism is, is you know and that's that's the main thing is figuring out what what's right for you what's right for you and what's right for you and what's right for me is two all three different things like you know for me I would have you know protein and then I would I would do you know carbs towards the other night and then I'd have to you know slam a cupcake. So, <laughs> Um, well, can I ask okay, one ex- quick one before okay. we start <laughs> <laughs> up. You
2: said every, everybody's a little different. I'll try to make this quick. So we have Jared Sollinger who's shut down for the season. Yep. He's going to be, you know, he told us he's going to be working out, trying to get himself in the best shape of his life, coming into next training camp. We all know Sollinger's had a little bit of a weight problem since he's been in the league. He said he's not going to hire a chef for anything. He's just going to, he's going to work his butt off all this right. off season. But Jared Sollinger comes up to you, says, I'm going to hire you as my chef. I want you to get me in the best shape of my life. What are you gonna do with him?
1: Um, I'm gonna see what his trainer's doing, and I'm gonna see how his trainer's doing it, um, depending on what he's gonna do, and bulk up his, bulk his carbs, bulk, bulk up his proteins, because again, if he's not working out, and he's obtaining all this stuff, it's just gonna turn to fat. So, you know, it's what he's doing, and how he's doing it, and what time he's doing it, to figure out and get, you know, his metabolism up and running, and make sure that we're feeding him correctly, and when we're feeding him, how we're feeding him, when, and what we're gonna feed him, and what he likes. And, to make him actually eat, you know? You almost treat him like you know, two-year-olds, if you will, you know? So, you know, you gotta, they gotta like what they eat. If you don't like what you eat, then it's, it's pretty pointless. Then, you know, we're, you know, I've had the point of, you know, feeding Rondo grilled, that was his, you know, he became almost like the Ray Allen of, you know, s- sanitizer. I have to have grilled chicken before every game, you know? And I was the guy that had to make it for him. Um, so, you know, each people have their certain things, but again, that's protein. That's something he's about to do before he starts his game, so.
0: So there's hope for Jared Sullinger. Yes, hope there's hope
1: for Sully. Absolutely.
0: There we go. All right. So now the best part of the show. We did box them early so that we can enjoy a wonderful gift from our friend here, Brian. Some Georgetown cupcakes. If you haven't been to Georgetown Cupcakes on Newbury Street, it is one of the greatest places in all of Boston. It's least, a delicious treat.
1: We actually um, uh, serve them here in the luxury suites in the garden. That was one of my, uh, that was one of my faux pas of watching and sitting in Newbury Street and wondering, why is there a line out the door for cupcakes? <laughs> I don't get it. So we are doing right now the St. Patrick's edition. Um, this is what we're going to get for St. Patty's Day for oh. tomorrow. Um, so it's you know, it's all the shamrock faithful and mm-hmm. all that fun stuff and even tells you what it's what it is and what you're going to eat. So um, care to have a cupcake?
0: I mean, the mintiness from here is unbelievable. I'm going to try. I got my favorite right here in front of me. Actually, I'm going to try this bad boy. Got a green frosting, which I'm assuming okay. is. Uh, let's see. Is this buttercream? I'm not sure not uh, this one is not buttercream. Uh, but whatever. I'm gonna eat it anyway. What would you, you, have, you recommend? You have, you have vanilla buttercream. Vanilla I would probably ba- say, oh yes, buttercream. Okay, I would say the
1: mint oreo. looks pretty uh, pretty sexy so uh, this guy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, or the salted caramel, which I can tell right off the top. My, of my girlfriend's diet.
0: favorite. Oh. I think there's a the salted caramel. Let's say the chocolate ganache. Tough calls here. So, uh, so, that so one I'm gonna teach you guys
1: right? proper cupcake etiquette. All right. Okay, so. Did I proper? jump the gun here? Not Pro- <laughs> proper cupcake. You're supposed to eat in one bite. It? That's my uh, etiquette. Yeah, just on. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so proper cupcake etiquette is, you take the cupcake, you fold it, take the bottom piece off, you put it on top. Oh, there we go. And now you have a. Now you can eat it. Nice little sandwich thing. Nice little sandwich. You know what I mean? That's right. that's beautiful.
0: All right. Get your sandwich ready. We'll toast here. Oh boy. So, to all our viewers here, have a wonderful St. Patty's Day. Get yourself some St. Patty's Day. Georgetown cupcakes I'm gonna go th- you know I'm gonna go there after work tomorrow I'm just gonna buy another burger,
1: <laughs> so so sorry, right, guys. Cameron. it's
0: a pleasure having you on Brian Thanks, that buddy. was a lot of fun so for Brian for Julian I'm Jared Weiss this is the Garden Report St. Paddy's Day Cupcake Edition brought to you by lynda.com and Peak Organic Brewing on CLNS radio and Celtics blog mmm fucking
1: mm. good cupcake
0: by the way don't forget Listen, I almost forgot, listen to this week's Celtics beat with Ian Thompson on CLNS Radio. It was an amazing interview talking about rebuilding and all that stuff. Oh, it was so good. Listen to that. I'm going to eat my cupcakes now. Now we're officially done.